Savaged Unfiltered. This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. More technical problems. We live in the 21st century. Savaged Unfiltered. <laughs> Your host, Michael Gardner. Like a hell cat. So we're we're used to the old version of talking through, you know, a microphone and then having it through uh, the airwaves. Uh, you know, video, like I said, video is cool. And uh, I have decided, you know, myself to, to go to video this January, uh, which is a big push for me. I have done, you know, little cameos on the show here and there with, with video. But I got to tell you lately, it's, it's a fucking bitch, man, you know, to, 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 to do the editing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't do I, I don't do the editing of anything. Thank goodness. Somebody else does that. But yes. And the other thing is, you know, from the female side, it's like then I always have to be worried about what I look like. You know, when I when I record at home, I can just I sit down in my office. You know, I have a recording studio in my office. I sit down and I just let it. You know, I, I, if I have a bunch of episodes to crank out or whatever. I, I can do that in my pajamas with my hair up. You know, it doesn't have to be always like I'm quote unquote going to work. I, I, I'm told that you have a remarkable story uh, behind your fitness. Is that correct? Um, well, that's a very nice thing to say. I'm proud of my my story. I think it's a story of success and perhaps fairly interesting, but remarkable. I'll let you decide. Well, I want to go remarkable because um, the reason why I'm going with remarkable folks is um, the story that um, Fitz is about to express here on the show and some of her uh, background. It can go either or, you know, and she um, I'm going to let her uh, share the story, you know, from her view, because I think. I appreciate that. Alrighty, guys. Happy, happy Thursday. It's happy, happy, happy Thursday to you. But hey, I love it. Guys, welcome to today's show. Welcome to Savaged Unfiltered, guys. I hope everyone is enjoying their week. Uh, we are only a couple days from the holiday hellhole known as Christmas. Right? I'm like, why are you so bloom during Christmas? Well, guys, I love Christmas, but to me, it gets chaotic. And, oh, man, do I have a story for you later in this week about Christmas. I'm doing a Christmas special, guys. It's going to be airing this we uh, weekend. Right, Shaky? Right. Yeah. Got to get the shows correct. But, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, we're gonna be doing a Christmas special uh, later this uh, later this weekend, and it's gonna be a really really good show. Um, but my question for you guys is, what did you th think of the show I did yesterday um, with Miss Layla London, known as the Girl Next Door? Ooh, yeah, she was uh, she was hot on the mic, wasn't she? Yeah, she. Uh, She's the host of her own show, but believe it or not, 
you know, she she has a show called The Curious Girl Diaries, which I highly suggest you check out. Uh, I checked out most of her episodes, uh, and she's no stranger to the industry. Uh, I was told, and Shaky here, you know, the manager of the show, we heard through the little grapevine that she just entered her seventh season of being on podcasts. And I think that's remarkable. That's awesome. Seven fucking years of being on podcasting. That's great. I mean, we just started our fourth season uh, last week. So yeah, we're not too far from Layla, but uh, seven years. That's awesome. Fucking awesome. Kudos. Right, Shaky, where the hell are you on this, man? Let's clap. A round of applause, Shaky, right? I mean, that's 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 tremendous. tremendous. Awesome. Get the applause out. Brief. But uh a little extended, Shaky, but uh hey, to where it's due, you know, you gotta get the applause out there. And I I I I think that's awesome. Awesome stuff. But guys, today. We're not going to be talking about sex and sex desires. Savaged Unfiltered. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, something here uh, with a guest that I have today for you, the listeners. A very special guest. I was checking out some of her... Um, of her content and her material. And she has a remarkable story, folks, um, which we are going to bring on the air here very, very soon. Um, Shaky, you got the invite out to, uh, to our guest that we have on, right? Okay. Giving me a thumbs up. So I hope, I hope that, uh, I hope everything's good, Shaky. And you, and you got it. So anyway, guys, before we bring her in, any second now. Oh, we got to get the drum roll in, right? The drum roll. All righty. Well, she's not in here yet, but she will be in. Oh, there she is. So, ladies and gentlemen here, I want to bring in our guest here on the show, okay? Um, she uh, has a remarkable story here to tell the listeners. And uh, we're going to bring her here in momentarily guys so without a further ado ladies and gentlemen this is fitz uh, you got to help me with the last name ma'am i'm kohler kohler okay i got it okay kohler i didn't know if it was kohler or collar or cooler you know at, i'm sorry I, I didn't mean to butcher it's it okay that's why i asked you to help me out <laughs> it's okay so uh miss kohler uh, uh i I, I'm told that you have a remarkable story uh, behind your fitness. Is that correct? Um, well, that's a very nice thing to say. I'm proud of my my story. I think it's a story of success and perhaps fairly interesting, but remarkable. I'll let you decide. Well, I want to go remarkable because um, the reason why I'm going with remarkable, folks, is um, the story that um, Fitz is about to express here on the show. And some of her uh, background, it can go either or, you know, and she um, 
I'm going to let her uh, share the story, you know, from her view, because I think that's the best view here on this on the show. And I, I want to get into some of her her passions and interests. Now, I see, uh, Fitz, that you uh, you have a huge passion uh, behind fitness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how, it's, how did you get into the industry? Um, I started teaching fitness when I was 15. I fell in love with the uh, with fitness and music and the whole vibe, the feel good vibe. And then when I was in college, I taught on a cruise ship uh, over in Russia and Scandinavia. And I had some wonderful experiences, which made me think, wow, this is this is a pretty cool thing to do. And then when I returned to University of Florida, when I left the cruise ship, there was a TV producer casting for a television show, fitness show, Cardio Jam, and I auditioned and I got the job. And two things happened is, A, I learned that I was equally comfortable teaching in front of a camera than I was teaching in front of a group, which was very, very comfortable. But as the show started to air, strangers started to approach me and are you Fitz? Yes. Oh my God, I love your show. I do it all the time and I've lost 17 pounds or my back pain is gone. And those interactions blew me back. They blew my mind. And I loved the power of mass media. I love the fact that it gave me the opportunity to reach and help strangers. And so after that, teaching 50 people in a gym became uh, very unsatisfying my craving is for hordes of people. I, every, every time I I do something professional, I want a Live Fit with the Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. That's awesome. I mean. Kudos for you, you know. Savaged Unfiltered. I really wish a lot of people would pursue a path like that because it, it creates motivation. It creates uh, not only success, but it creates, um, you know, a driven uh, passion behind it too as well. Don't you think? I do. I do. And it's funny because people, <laughs> people ask me why I didn't give up this or that. And to be honest with you, I, I don't, I don't understand quitting. It just doesn't, uh, I, I, maybe something's broken inside my head, but I, I fancy myself or I identify with Juggernaut is a Marvel character, but he's made of steel, I think. And he's the one who just crashes through things. And people have tried to tell me no in the past. And I put on my little Juggernaut helmet and I, I come and get what I want every single time. If, it, if you kind of stand in my way, I will go through you if I have to. And so the beauty of my oh, wow. ambition is the things I want are very good for society at large. I think if I was a mean guy or a bad person, <laughs> I, I could wreak havoc. I'd, I'd be behind bars. But <laughs> yeah, the things I want are good for everybody. And I'm fully committed, full throttle to getting them um, without fail. Uh, you, Yeah, you mentioned this juggernaut. Uh, I, I, know, I noticed that you're an author of multiple books. Yeah. Uh, is this a character in one of your books? Uh, it's not. Or? It's not. It's just, it, you know, it's so funny you mentioned characters. So my memoir came out in 2020, and that one's called My Noisy Cancer Comeback. And that's about my adventures and misadventures, traveling the country, announcing races, 
while sick and gray and bald with cancer. And as I deteriorated, I, I attached these fictional characters to them. So bald was unpleasant, right? I, I go bald, but then I started getting it, bumps on my head. I was allergic to the chemo. And so I wasn't just bald, but now I had these little bumps. I called them ogre bumps. And so instantly <laughs> I became Shrek. And then eventually all the eyelashes oh. on one eye came out. And I, I became that crazy baby from Toy Story with the, ro- with the spider robot legs. And then when all of my lashes fell out, I started going by Voldemort. So I don't know. I guess I just kind of attach fictional characters to things, I guess. Right, right. I mean, well, you you look very healthy right now. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, uh, this is an audio podcast, guys, but we we have uh, Fitz on camera here on my end. But I mean, you you look you look you look wonderful. I mean, you know, you you look flush flourishing, and I'm trying to find the words. I'm sorry, I've been up healthy. very very early, so I apologize. Healthy. Yeah, healthy. healthy yes. I healthy am one hundred percent. If you would have looked at me a few years ago, you would have thought oh, this is what my mother said. So I was talking with my mom on the phone the other day. And she was reminiscing over my year and a half with chemo. And I had chemo for 15 months, which is absurd. And then lots of radiation and surgeries in between. But she said, you look like you were in a concentration camp. She, we would FaceTime almost every day. She said, I was mortified oh, wow. every time I looked at you. And all I could think is, holy mackerel, she looks like she's in a concentration camp. Which, to be honest with you, I think it would be way worse to be in a concentration camp than um, to have cancer. But but yeah, I went from that to this and I am vibrant. I am a hundred percent. I assure you, I have come back all the way. I'm a little bit dinged up, but that's okay. That's okay. I think I'm better for it. Hey, hey, you know what? Every every great success, uh, you know, from a story of, of somebody dealing with, you know, what you have uh, dealt with, with cancer. I mean, people will bounce back, you know, depending on how strong they want yep. to be. And I think that's absolutely true, you know? Yeah, so, you know what? You got to be savage. So you, you come. You came out with a book here. Uh, what's that? I said you got to be savage about it. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you know, uh, I, hey, uh, there, there's been a lot of yeah, yeah, hence the name Savage, right? Unfiltered. Mm-hmm. But there's been a lot of crazy scenarios that I've dealt with. You know, um, unfortunately, I, I mean, you know, I, I never dealt with cancer, and I mean that that's that's great. You know, I mean, I hope I never have to go through that path yeah. in life. And, um, I, I don't wish on that on anybody, but it's very unfortunate that people do go through that. And some people sadly, uh, fits, uh, you know, they either come out of it or, you know, they go down some dark paths and, you know, my heart goes out to the families that have to deal with that. But, uh, I see you have a book here, um, that you had dealt with uh, a lot of your, you know, struggles with cancer and everything where it's called my nosy canty excuse me, my nosy cancer comeback, my noisy cancer comeback. I am a noisy Is that part person of your journey at all through it. Ex- say that again. Oh, you're a noisy. Per- yeah. I said you're a noisy person. Like, well, why are you a nosy po- Not noisy person. Yeah. I'm not nosy worse. at all. I'm noisy. The title of the book is my noisy cancer comeback running at the mouth while running for my life. And it's called that because I make a living on a microphone. I make big, loud, happy noise at running events and on stages as a keynote speaker and on television. So it's my noisy cancer comeback. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. And, uh, uh, folks, I have to apologize. My words are all over the place. Shaky. Thank you. He gave me a glass of water. I need it, but I've been up since like four o'clock this morning fits. So, 
Yeah, bear with me. <laughs> so you got some books out. You have, uh, you know, your fitness. Um, tell us a little bit more about your uh, your fitness. Fitness. So my company is Fitness. It's F-I-T-Z is in zebra, N-E-S-S dot com. And, you know, I'm committed to helping people live better and longer by making fitness understandable, attainable and fun. And uh, I do that for people at all levels of fitness. You know, if you're already an athlete, I can make you a much better athlete. I'm a sport performance expert and I love taking people to the next level. Uh, but my two newest books are Your Healthy Cancer Comeback, Sick to Strong, and The Healthy Cancer Comeback Journal. And, you know, going through what I went through and uh, I hit rock bottom. And thankfully, when I got to rock bottom, which wasn't cute and it wasn't fun, I knew exactly how to dig my way out of that hole because I'm a highly credential fitness expert. But when I was at the, uh, at the bottom, what I, what I felt is, oh my gosh, how nightmarish would this be if I didn't have all of this fitness savvy, if I had just washed, watched my body waste away and my strength and my stamina and my mobility, everything was gone and I didn't have the savvy to rebuild it. And so that's why I wrote these two next books is because I wanted to provide a guidebook and a blueprint for all cancer patients and survivors to Michael Gardner unfiltered. dig their way out of that hole, go from sick to strong and start living vibrantly again. Uh, I, I love this opportunity and uh, the books, the books have been very successful. I'm very excited about them. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so fits, yeah. uh, you know, that's the, that's the, uh, the label fits is, is that your actual real name fits or is that just a nickname? No, my first name is fits. And so what, what a great gift for, uh, I call it my Irish gift for a little girl named fits to grow up, to be a fit fitness expert. So I trademarked fitness many years ago and that's my brand. Oh, you're Irish. Well, you, you do resemble a little Italian. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. You do? Yeah, yeah, you 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 do have the uh, the Italian features on on you know the face, you know maybe the eyes a little bit. Okay. Uh, the nose, I could see Irish, but not 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 the uh, not the eyes. The eyes are definitely looking Italian. That's amazing. Yeah, well, you know it's so funny. I um I recently did a TV spot, and the uh, newscaster told me I looked like Megan Kelly, and I thought, well, that's a real compliment. Thanks for that. So Italian Megan Kelly, perhaps. Yeah, I could see Megan Kelly. Yeah. Maybe maybe she's your sister. You don't know. I, I don't know. I hope so. She's pretty know. she's pretty uh capable. She's a she's a great lady. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh so you have your books, you have your fitness, you have your uh, excuse me, fitness. Yeah. There we go. I had to put that incorrectly. You have uh you have all these great things. Uh you know what's what's next for uh for fits? You see anything going? your path or some yeah absolutely I mean I um I'm committed to to non-stop efforts to help people do better and be better and so yeah lots more keynote speaking I love working with co corporations you know it's very funny some people fear public speaking I fear not public speaking I'm I'm always on a microphone as a as a professional race announcer that's running events like Los Angeles Marathon Buffalo Marathon Detroit Free Press Marathon so I, I, I make big happy noise in the running community, but I love when I get in front of a corporation or a uh, 
an organization, you know, a nation, a national organization brings me in to connect with their, their membership and help them work on health and fitness and mental resiliency. And it's just nice to be in a live audience with real people. So, you know, the words we're saying right now, our listeners, hopefully they're enjoying our conversation, but it's hard to know when I'm on a stage, uh, teaching or speaking, people can engage, you know, I love making eye contact with everybody in the room and I love their responses. I love when the heads nod, I love to hear the laughter. So, you know, just more of this, more books, more presentations, more race announcing, more getting my hands on people and shaking them if they make excuses and convincing them to do better and, uh, and then giving them hugs. I I love celebrating people's accomplishments. That's awesome. You mentioned uh, uh, corporations. Yeah. Uh, any favorites of, of yours? or You know what? Yeah. The trademark companies that I've done are the, the most n- notable that people would be interested in that I've spoken for on spokesperson work. Disney, Oakley, Tropicana, Office Depot, uh, PepsiCo, the list goes on. And Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah you, you work for some big... You uh, labels and wow, that's that's impressive. Yeah, and you know what's really nice is that they put their the trust of their brand in me. When they invite you to step on their stage, that means they're fully endorsing you as a professional. They believe in you. You know, I've never sold a pill or a powder, a diet. I've never sold the consumer out. So when a company like Disney says, "Hey, Fitz Kohler is going to speak," Disney knows that I'm going to represent their brand and and speak the truth. And do so in an eloquent way that's fun and interesting and engaging. So I definitely enjoy the faith these brands have in me. And then I also enjoy that they provide me with massive audiences because uh, that's that oh, yeah. that's that's what they provide, yeah, right? Well, Disney, yeah, Disney's known for that. And you mentioned Disney. You know, I, again, maybe this is just me, Fitz, but I see a little bit of that uh that uh that Frozen character in you. <laughs> I forgot her name. You know what I'm talking about. I get Elsa a lot. Yeah, that's very funny. I do. Usually I get Elsa from little kids, though, but I'll take it. Hey, who doesn't want to be um, compared to any sort of Disney queen or princess? So, I mean, you got the face a little bit, you know, the face uh, sculpture of it. And I mean, you should I mean, go if I was you, uh, I would I would fly down to uh, Orlando, Florida and put in a bid for that because I'm sure here's the deal. I, I can talk my face off, but I have a terrible singing voice. And I think, I think Elsa's got to be able to belt it out. So they would, they would kick me to the curb really quickly based on my, uh, my, my singing abilities. Well, well, here's the thing. I'm not sure if you're, if you know this, but with modern technology, uh, you may not have the voice, but you have the looks, okay. uh, they could do a voiceover for All you. Right. You know what I mean? All right. Well, you know what, if this, uh, keynote speaking book writing thing doesn't work out elsa i'll, I'll consider a profession as, elsa. as long as you're good with lip singing are you good with lip singing i can lip sync like nobody else absolutely yeah i could do that yeah yeah you just move your mouth and stuff and make it look like you're saying like a's or i's and yeah For you sure you thank you down. but uh but that's awesome i mean you know it's it seems like you know you you had some dark paths, you know, and I guess in your early life uh, with the cancer and you overcame that. And that's awesome. I, I mean, you, you look like, like a wonderful lady and uh, I'm, I'm glad that everything is working out a lot better for you. Fitz. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, I don't think anybody gets out unscathed. Nobody gets out unscathed, whether you're going to get hit by a car or you're going to fall in a ditch or you're going to have cancer. 
you know, everyone will be faced with hardship and adversity. And uh, I'm really proud of the way I handled mine. You know, cancer was really tough. I was diagnosed in 2019. And uh, I think I'm only about two plus years out of chemo. So it's it hasn't been too long. Um, but I never gave up my career. I, I boarded over 30 planes out of Gainesville, Florida during chemo, during all my treatments to go oh. announce races and to speak. And I I never wore a wig. I never hung. I never hit out. I continue to go and do the things that I wanted to do despite cancer. And, you know, a lot of people would have can, they would have understood if I took a year and a half off of work and travel, but I wouldn't have understood. And if I had sat home and done nothing, all I would have been was sick. And so uh, I'm, I'm hoping that other people, if they do read my books, you know, they will carve out their own path. Not everybody has to travel the country and hug thousands of sweaty, germy strangers along the way, but, you know, do the <laughs> things that make you happy, do the things that fuel you. And I think that's not only a good idea, I think it's necessary for survival because I was so incredibly sick and uh, it, there were so many dark moments and I did cry every day, but I also laughed every single day. And I all, always had something to look forward to. Even if the task in front of me was daunting, uh, I was still motivated to go do it and figure it out. And, you know, when I would welcome the last finisher, maybe I have 35,000 runners that started and finished my races over the weekend. When that final finisher crossed the finish line, I felt very accomplished and very proud of not only my athletes, but the work that I had yeah, done. Yeah, I noticed that, you, yeah, you just mentioned that you're a, um... Yeah, you just mentioned you're a professional race announcer. Um, how did you get into that? Uh, so my speaking career, I'm also a sport performance expert. So I was actually teaching clinics for Run Disney, which is the endurance wing of Disney World. And their race announcer, uh, he was always introducing me before I spoke. And he was very impressed. And eventually he came and said, hey, Fitz, I need a co-announcer for the Orange County Marathon in California in a few months. Are you interested? And I said, well... I've never done it before, but I see what you do. It looks fun. I'd love to give it a go. And uh, so he connected me with the race director. And we had a quick conversation. He said, I'd love to have you come give announcing a try. And it went really, really well. It fit just like a glove. And I think we had 25,000 athletes that weekend alone. And within an hour of yelling go for the first time on marathon morning, the race, race director came over and said, you're awesome. Can you come back next year? I said, absolutely. And then... I started to get more and more invitations, and I think I'm the busiest race announcer in America right now. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I mean, some some of some of your story here. I'm listening, uh, you know, checking out your website. I mean, you really fits. I mean, wow, elevating your entire life. Uh, you know, with just remarkable different types of ventures in your life, writing books. From writing books to, you know, starring in different types of, uh, I guess you could say cameos, right, of Disney. and Well, not in the movies, but I'm on their stages. That. Yeah, I've got to work side by side with Mickey Mouse, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, cameos, you know, in, into the theme park, though. That's what I'm pretty, I, you pretty know know what much I, saying, you know. Yeah, I have worked on um, some pretty cool stages in Disney World and uh, many times communicating or, or speaking to their consumers and then quite a few times speaking to their cast members, their employees, which, 
is a great privilege too. Disney really cares about the health and wellness of their employees. They have a significant employee wellness program and it's pretty awesome that they invite me to be a part of it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's remarkable. It really is. And I love the fact that you work with kids. I'm, I'm a huge advocate for that, you know, especially in today's times. I mean, some, some of these kids, uh, fits that they're, they're very unfortunate. They grow and grow up in fatherless, uh, households and, uh, I, I could not imagine how that is because, I mean, I was blessed to have, you know, two parents in the household. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about that, you know, as we kind of close it up with you in a little bit uh, about this, um, this mile or, or what is it? Oh, the morning mile. Excuse Correct. me. Uh, that yeah, so the morning mile is a before school walking running program that I created at about 2010. And uh, I have it in 400 schools, over 400 schools around the world in four different countries, most states in America. And the entire purpose of the program is to get kids into the habit of starting each day in an active way. And within the program, they get to do it with fun music and friends and great rewards. It's very easily implemented by a school. The school has to put in little to no effort and the results are extraordinary. My policy is every child is invited every single day of the school year. So is their family. So is the faculty. We have the bus drivers and the lunch ladies come out. And uh, it's mass impact before school. And so the kids, we provide a 30-minute window. And the kids can show up and walk one lap really slow and go to class. Or they can stick around and they can run really hard for the whole 30 minutes. And because we don't coach them, there's no choreography. We simply unleash them and reward them. We have elementary school kids running over 700 miles in a school year. We have individual elementary school and middle schools doing well over 20,000 miles in a school year. And many of my schools have over 90% uh, student participation throughout the school year. So it's, it's, along with my fitness mission statement, which is to focus on mass impact. And, you know, yes, we want these kids to have healthy bodies. That's that's the ultimate uh, goal of the program. But it also affects their minds because when we, we allow them to exert their youthful energy in the morning before their school day starts, they're far more likely to sit still. and we turn their brains on so they learn a bunch better. So I'm very proud of the morning mile. And uh, I I think it's very important if we can teach these kids early on healthy habits that will last a lifetime, they won't get to the point when they're 30 and they say, oh, crap, what happened to me? I'm so unfit. So I'm I'm (laughs) trying. Yeah, they have have some type of path. I agree what you're saying. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, some of these kids today, they don't have a path in life. It's, you know, and it's. Mm. it's I I am fully confident that very soon we'll start hearing uh, Olympians say they got their start at the morning mile and CEOs. You know, these are habits. These are quality habits that lead to other quality habits. So I'm really proud of the program. If anyone wants to be involved with getting more kids moving in the mornings, visit me at morningmile.com. We could get your favorite school started. And if you're a generous business or individual and you'd like to sponsor a program, well, we can make that happen as well. 
That's awesome. And uh, to kind of close this out here, I'm, I'm curious here. I, I see all this stuff. I see fitness. Um, I also see modeling. Have, have you ever, uh, no. uh, you know, kind of got into modeling? Uh, you know what? People have taken posed pictures of me for purposes other than me being a, a, an attractive person. So, no, <laughs> I don't do modeling. You, you know what I'm you know what I mean by that, right? Because when, when you see fitness, when you see a woman or a man, you know. Doing fitness and sharing that content, whether it's on social media or wherever, uh, you do see the modeling, you know, kind of on the side. Uh, so that's kind of interesting that you haven't you haven't done. No, that. you know what? I did some acting early on. Uh, I used to be a competitive kickboxer. I fought for about 10 years. And because of the combination, I guess, of my appearance and my my ability to kick people in the head, I was cast in a few roles in television and film. And and that was just fine. But uh I'm happy being on television as Fitz Kohler, the fitness expert. Um, acting really wasn't my jam. And I, I definitely am not a model. I mean, I've, there's, a, there's some nice pictures of me, but mostly they're candid photos. And I think happy girls are the prettiest. Well, so that's probably why I get away with. Well, well, let me ask this question here without putting sure. it on the spot. Okay. I'm going to be nice here. I'm usually savage. Go for it. And everything, but, you know, I. It depends on my character, folks. I mean, sometimes if I'm talking to somebody nice such as Fitz, I'll give him the floor. I do. I'm not this typical, you know, jackass of a of, a, of an on-air personality. I mean, Fitz, I've had some crazy individuals on the show in I the last it. four years. But uh, you said you're you're not a model. Like, you don't fit that caliber. Like, why, 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 why is that? I mean, I'm looking at your pictures, and, like, you're a beautiful lady. Uh, well, thank you so much, and that's very kind. Uh, I guess the fact is, is nobody calls me up and says, hey, can I pay you X, Y, Z for photos of you wearing our gear? I think in order to be a model, someone's got to be hiring you <laughs> to be on the cover of their magazine or in a product advertisement, and that has not happened. So, um, yeah, so I'm not a model. Well, well, I respect you on that. I mean, you're not you're not putting yourself out there like all these college, uh, you know, idiots that are going on TikTok and YouTube and everything. So, I mean, that's a good thing. You respect your body, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I think I'm. I, but uh, I'm, I mean, I'm just letting you know. I mean, go go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. We crossed <laughs> over each other like Ghostbusters, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I go was ahead. just saying. I mean, I I I don't think I'm a hideous girl. I just don't model. Ah, <sighs> I beg to differ. Uh, I mean, if I had a modeling agency right now. Oh, that's so nice. I mean, thank you. Yeah, I'm not not lying. I'm not just, you know, doing that to, you know, to give you hype points or anything. I mean, truly, I mean, you you are a beautiful lady. The blonde hair, the, uh, is it blue plate hazel eyes? It's kind of hard to tell. They're blue. I think they're blue, right? Yeah, they're blue. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, I would, uh, yeah, I would, I would put you on a magazine. I mean, you have the looks, so, uh. I, I think this is my personal yes. opinion. Now you're a grown lady and you can do whatever you'd like, but uh, I would pursue in the modeling fits. Okay. So I've got a suggestion for you. All right. Okay. So you need to branch out of podcasting and go into magazine publishing and be the first to hire me. How's that? Well, maybe, maybe I can do yes. both. How's yes. That? Just do both. And then, and when you make that phone call, I will say yes. Well, I know some big people in New York City for a couple of radio stations I worked at where that do, you know, bendezzle, so to speak, in the modeling industry. So 
Maybe I can do that yeah. for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Then then I will be a model and I will blame you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you got you to gotta, you gotta start somewhere in life. That's how I say to people, you know? I mean, I've, I'm just getting into podcasting the last four years. I've been doing radio and different, you know, avenues of radio for 20 years, you know, started off as a tech guy and kind of went into, you know, on air talking and this and that. And I can tell you right now, I'm still trying to get used to podcasting because back then I had to filter all my demeanor. Now you can say whatever the hell you damn well yes. please, you know, and it's, it's great. Yes. Which I like that very much. I love having control. Uh, I love having control over me and my mouth. And similar to you, it would be very difficult to be uh, edited profusely. That would be really frustrating. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not an edited guy. You know, I, I don't believe in that scripted crap. I, you know, I say whatever's on my mouth. Sometimes the words come out, you know, and they're like, oh my God, Michael's saying shit and fuck on the show. Well, <laughs> hey, I'm showing my real stuff. You know, you know what? I, as Anyways. I've been told, but Fitz, I was just going to yeah, say, yeah. I, I heard there's this little thing called freedom of speech around here. You can say whatever the hell you want. There is freedom of speech, but it's being hijacked by these, uh, yeah. by these leftist troops, you know? And, and I'm so glad that, uh, you know, I live in the freedom state mm -hmm. here of Florida. I don't call it the sunshine state. I call it the freedom. Me state, too. You know? How about our governor? He is the but... biggest blessing we've had in a long time. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's the biggest blessing and he's, and he's, and he's lucky. He's got a <laughs> awesome hot wife and, oh man. And, and she, and she has a story similar to yours too, of what it, I'm yeah, talking she... I'd love to have her on the show, but yeah, she's, God. uh, she went through breast cancer care this year, which terrifying three little kids. And, um, you know, she came out really strong. She's, she looks like Casey, Casey DeSantis. She looks like she's doing well and I'm really happy for the whole family. Yeah. You know, you know, what bothers me here. It's always the pretty ones that, that, oh, that get dealt with. This. No, <laughs> no, but you know, <laughs> Oh, you know what? My heart really breaks for every cancer patient. So I don't know. Mine does too. Yeah, mine does too. Guys, I have a heart. I'm, I'm not, you know, again, I'm not savage. Well, I am, but, you know, I do have a heart. But Fitz, I'm going to close it out here with you. Uh, it was a, a great honor having you on. And I, I really wish you the best uh, in all your future endeavors. And, you know? and thank you so much for having me on your show. It's very fun. And I love the fact that you are unfiltered and savage and all of those good things. It's Makes for a far better conversation than those who do not. Yeah, it does. It does. Guys, uh, you just heard uh, Fitz Kohler here on the show. Uh, you could find her here on her uh, on her website, which is Fitzness, uh, spelled F-I-T-Z, and then N-E-S-S dot com forward slash uh, blog. And that will go right to her main page. Uh, find all amazing content there on her website, including her books, her fitness, uh, some of her work that she uh, works here with children, and uh, so much more. Uh, Fitz, I, I want to thank you uh, once again for being part of us at Unfiltered, and I wish you the greatest luck in your future endeavors, and uh, I hope you have a good marriage. You as well, and I will look forward to you starting that fantastic magazine. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye.